Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. Acts chapter 2, verses 6, 7, and 8. Would you read this silently as I read aloud? When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears from them in our native language? You may be seated. I want to preach for a little while today using as a subject, now you're speaking my language. Uh, Would you look at the person beside you, tell them now you are speaking my language. Now you are speaking my language. It feels like a lifetime ago when I was drawing close to commencement as a student at Morehouse College And I was betwixt decisions as to whether or not I was going to go to Princeton University or Duke University for grad school. The decision became less difficult when I discovered that had I gone to Princeton, the full grasp of Greek or Hebrew was a requirement in order to graduate. I looked up. Duke University had no language requirement. (laughs) I said, sign me up. (laughs) Today, the overwhelming majority of the academy regrettably just offers biblical language merely as an elective. Over the last 20 years, they have shifted and downgraded the requirement because it became too much of an Achilles heel for those who were trying to get their footing in ministry to learn Greek or Hebrew in order for them to graduate. We are uh, now living in a generation that leans to its own understanding, are open to other people's interpretation, or just resigned to the first two entries on Google. We don't take time for intention or inflection. For adults in the room, I need to tell you, or I need to remind you, some conversations you cannot have through text message. Because you will lose the intention and the tone of the person who was trying to communicate and it will be lost. The New York Times best-selling book, Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman, resonates with millions because everybody does not receive the same and everybody doesn't reach out the same. To be effective, you have to learn how to communicate with people. For instance, You can't talk to me like I'm a child and think I'm going to remain respectable. 
You're not gonna holler at me and then get mad when I check you on it. Do not send me a request without saying good morning first. Unless you are my mama, you better say please and thank you before you tell me what you're gonna do. How you got away with talking to other people is not gonna fly when you deal with me because you have to know how to communicate with me and you have to know how to speak my language. The linguistic arrogance of English has robbed us of the multi-layered intentionality of Hebrew. In the westernized church, when we hear the word praise, we perceive it to be one thing, when in actuality, it is seven different things. Sometimes in our English translated Bibles, for example, the King James Version translated in 1611 by William Shakespeare, it is in fact speaking in an Elizabethan English language that is not common to the tongue or to the culture of Jesus. So when we hear the word praise, we just think it is one thing. But many times, replete through your Bible, when we see the word praise, sometimes in its original text, it is barak, which is to kneel down. Sometimes when you hear the word praise, it is tehila, which is to sing. Sometimes you will read the word praise, but it is originally written toda, which is to extend your hand, or yada, to reach out your hand, or shabbat, which is to shout with a loud voice. But the most common word in Hebrew for praise is the word halal. Every person in the room, will you say halal? Come on, say it with authority. Say it out loud. Halal, you know it as the root word for hallelujah. Uh, it is to rave, it is to boast, it is to act a fool, it is to glorify, it is to come out of yourself, it is beyond the comfort zone. Everybody, would you just lift up that hand and shout hallelujah. It is the highest praise. So whether you are speaking in Mandarin or Italian or Russian, it is the most common word for praise. And so when I used to travel around the world with Pastor Benny Hinn many years ago, whether we were in Johannesburg or whether we were in Germany or whether we were in Europe, we would open singing hallelujah because it translated to every nation, to every tongue, to every tribe. I need everybody, whether you got a PhD or a GED, would you just shout hallelujah? What do you think you are going to get from me if you don't know how to talk to me. All the more, what do you think you are going to get from him if you don't know how to talk to him? You got to know how to speak his language. I need those of you who don't mind worshiping God knowing you did not come for friends or to fa for family. You did not come because it's politically correct. You didn't come because new birth is the popping church. You came, even though it is. You came 
You came because you wanted to give God glory. You wanted to give him honor. You wanted to give him praise. Now, you are clapping your hands, but you aren't saying anything. Would you open up your mouth? Come on. Would you give him the highest praise? Would you give him what he deserves? Would you give him what he understands? Would you give him what he honors? A lot of people, you may be seated, a lot of people around the planet are about to mispronounce Pentecost. They're about to mispronounce Pentecost because they are only uttering signs and wonders and they are omitting the gift of speech. Pastor, say that again. A lot of people are celebrating Pentecost today. They're wearing white, they're wearing red and white. They're going to mispronounce Pentecost because they are only going to hone in on signs and wonders and they are going to omit the power of speech. Heretofore, the gospel was only in reach for those who were in a certain bloodline and those who lived in a certain region. And then a small retinue of believers squeezed into the upper room and the glory became universally downloadable. The Holy Spirit, I need you to hear this. Those of you who are writing, taking notes, I want you to write it down. The Holy Spirit's first apostolic act was to give them the ability to speak in other people's language. I think you missed what I just said. The first move of the Holy Spirit was to give people the ability and the power to speak in other people's language. I want you to lift up that hand. I want to speak something over your life that manifested in the upper room that day that is now going to find itself present in whatever room you find yourself in for the rest of your life. For every lifted hand, may God give you the ability, hear this, to speak other people's language. What does that mean? I need you to listen to me before you shout. May God give you the ability to ask the doctor the right questions when you have no medical experience. May God give you the authority to speak to bank officers in order for you to secure the loan. May God give you the right words to keep the collection agency at bay. May God give you the grace to speak to people who you do not get along with. May God give you the right words to say so you do not have to revert to cursing when you are angry. May God anoint you with the level of speech so that you can carry conversations with people who do not like you. May God give you the gift of tongue to be able to speak to people who do not agree with you. May God give you the grace and the elocution of language for you to be able to talk to people who do not match your background. You are anointed so you do not have to dim your light. 
You do not have to shrink who it is that you are. But whatever room you find yourself in, you will speak with the authority to know that God gave me the power to speak in this room. Those of you that receive it, open up your mouth and shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. You may be seated. I need every person in the room. Every person in the room, would you just shout hallelujah. Come on, say it again, hallelujah. I am teaching you today a new language. Hallelujah, somebody shout hallelujah. You are now speaking angelese. You're speaking angelese. Pastor, what is that? Uh, you are speaking the language angels speak. God, help me in here. Because angels only know how to speak two words. Glory, hallelujah. God, I can't hear nobody in here. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now you have to understand what's getting ready to take place is that when you shout hallelujah, you are not just giving glory to God, but you are now summonsing the presence of angels. Uh, because angels wanna know who is it down there in Stonecrest that is speaking my language. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. When you shout hallelujah, you take an angel off their job and say, I'll take it from here. When you shout hallelujah, angels start moving in the east and to the west and to the north and to the south. God said, angels are getting ready to come. I need you to be seated because you're getting ready to summons the presence. Uh, thank you, holy God. You get ready to summon the presence of angels. I need you to hold that neighbor's hand real quick. Just shake that neighbor's hand and tell them angels are coming. They're on their way to your house. They're on their way to the hospital. They're on their way to see about your child. I need those of you that need an angelic visitation. Would you open up your mouth and just start shouting, Hallelujah! All right, what's this? Uh, hallelujah. There's a pool at Bethesda. And the Bible says all around the pool are sick, withered, halt, lame, blind. And the Bible says is that when the angels come to trouble the water, whoever jumps in the water is gonna get healed. Y'all didn't hear what I just said. I wonder what they were saying around the pool to make an angel show up. I can't hear nobody. There's an angel getting ready to show up in your life. But I need you to open up your mouth and put a mandate on heaven and shout out loud, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. You may be seated. First Corinthians chapter 13. First Corinthians chapter 13. I never paid attention to it until I was preparing to see you today. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse number one, it says something that I've omitted and never have heard exegeted before. It says, though I speak in the tongues of men, here it is, and angels. God, I can't hear nobody in here. Look at the person beside you and tell them, you can ready to talk like an angel. I need angels to come because they circle around the presence of God. I need angels to come because they circle around the throne room of God. I can't hear nobody. God said, when you open up your mouth and shout hallelujah, I am assigning an angel to come sit in your house. That nothing will come in your house that will be able to disrupt the presence and the power of God. Somebody shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hamish. Hallelujah. I feel glory coming right through here. Angels are coming. I can't believe y'all ain't shouting. I said angels are coming. Hey, hey, y'all better not start nothing. Angels are coming. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Heaven and earth must adore him. I said heaven and earth must adore him. Angels bow before. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Will you just announce to your row, angels are coming. Somebody type that in the chat for me right now. Somebody shout it out loud. Angels are coming. Hallelujah. Jesus, you may be seated. Jesus is uh, the consummate linguist. Jesus is a consummate linguist because he knows not just what to say, but when to say it. And he knows how to say it. Jesus, I'm telling you, you gotta study his language that Jesus knows how to speak to storms and the situations and the circumstances. He never said it to people, he said it to elements. God help me, you already know by now what he said. Peace, be still. I need you to lift up that hand. You ain't talking to your neighbor. You're speaking to whatever in the universe has caused a storm. Whatever's trying to mess up your household. Whatever's trying to mess with your child. Whatever's messing with your sanity. You better speak to it right now. Somebody shout out loud, peace. Yeah. Be still. You may be seated. He knows how to speak to storms. 
He knows how to speak to situations. He knows how to speak to circumstances. Hallelujah. Would you just lay your hand on your neighbor's shoulder for me? Hallelujah. Not only does he know how to speak to storms and the situations and the circumstances, watch this, he knows how to speak to everything in your body. God, I can't hear nobody. He speaks to blood cells and he speaks to plasma and speaks to organs and speaks to membranes and speaks to tissues and speaks to DNA. I need you to lay hands on that neighbor and say, be healed, be set free, be delivered. Whatever is in your body that has been out of order, is about to be healed. I speak healing over your neighbor's body. I need you to shout hallelujah. 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 He speak to storms. He can speak to sickness. I'm telling you, Jesus knows how to talk to anybody about anything at any time. You can cover up your ears. You can put your finger in your ears because I ain't talking to you. Jesus knows how to talk to demons. God, I can't hear nobody. He can talk to witches, can talk to warlocks. I can't hear nobody in here. Satan. Get thee behind me. God, I can't hear nobody. God said, when you speak out loud, every demonic principality that has been in your life is under your feet. You ought to open up your mouth like no weapon that is formed. Hallelujah. Oh. I need a travail right through here. Would you open up your mouth? Come on, crawl on. Oh, hey, hey. Oh, hey. God, I can't hear nobody. I dare to open up your mouth. Kill a demon. Kill a demon. Kill a demon. Kill a demon. Hey, Hamamasha. Hey, hey, hey. God said, if you scream again, I'll kill the demon that's after your son. I'll kill the demon that's after your marriage. I'll kill the demon that's after your body. I'll kill. Hey. Thank you, Holy God. Bless your holy name. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. He can talk to sickness. He can talk to situations. He can talk to Satan. But the question is, do you know how to talk to him? I need for just 30 seconds. Would you just lift up that hand and open up your mouth and just start shouting hallelujah. Hey, 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 hey. Come on, open up your mouth. Hey, hey. Open up your mouth. I can't hear you. 
talk to him. He's over your situation. He's over your circumstance. He's over. With no music, let me just hear the sound of worshipers. Thank you, Holy God. I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink. What you just heard should have you off and running, chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.